Welcome to another Dulas Deliberation. Today we are going to talk about the controversial, in air quotes, Texas abortion law. So there is this new abortion law that took effect at the beginning, beginning of this month that I talked about in a previous Dulas Deliberation, which I'll pin in the video. Um, it finally went into effect after the Supreme Court refused to rule on an, on an emergency stay of the law. And I think it's uh, good and important to remember that when it comes to laws regarding abortion, which is the intentional taking of a human life inside of a woman's body, that the enemy, the devil, likes or really loves to make these issues seem as if they are difficult to understand, to defend, or to, to attack because of all the uh, emotion and the histrionics and the exaggerations and the misdirections that go on uh, on this argument. And as Christians, we need to remember that there is a clear, biblical, succinct answer regarding abortion. And chiefly, it's summed up in the sixth commandment, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not murder. It's that simple. You don't kill somebody uh, unless they are the perpetrators of a murder, as Genesis also tells us, Genesis 9, 6, he that whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. And of course, because there's no murderer, murderer in the womb of a woman, obviously a baby who's in the womb can't commit murder, then they have no reason to be killed. They're not committing any, anything worthy of death. And yes, it is a baby. Yes, it is a whole human being in the womb of a, of a woman. Or as we say nowadays, a birthing person or a menstruating person <laughs> or a uterus holder. All the ridiculous terms that society or really the world has come up with because they just hate using the truth of God and just calling women women and men men. So we have to remember the, that when it comes to issues that are really simple and really basic and really clear in the Bible, the devil will do whatever he can to bring confusion, to bring doubt into our minds regarding this, these issues. And we have to remember that the Bible is clear. It says that God is not the God, or he's not the author of confusion. The devil is the author of confusion, or it's human beings, us and our fallenness, who can't get the issues straight. When we have God's revealed law in our hands, in the form of his word, we still mess up and still have doubts regarding the word of God, even though it's clear. So we have to remember that it's not God's fault. This is not God's fault that this abortion issue has become controversial. And I think if you really think through the issue, it's not controversial. It's just people who are living in out, in out rebellion against the law of God and refused to bow to his law, which is good, which is right, which is holy. Because, as Jesus said, our deeds are evil, and we don't want to come to the light. We don't want to. We don't want to expose ourselves to the light. So, I think before we get into this article, or these couple articles from the Daily Wire discussing this issue, I want to read a couple passages of scripture to give us background to figure out why people make this issue so controversial. And I think a good place to start would be in Romans one, where it talks about how uh, in verse. 
18, where it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So there we see that we already have the truth. Men have the truth. They just hold it or suppress it in unrighteousness. They don't want it to come to the surface. They don't want to acknowledge that it's there. That's why we have we see instances in the Bible where the apostles are preaching and crowds are angry at them or yeah, Jesus is preaching and you have crowds angry, willing to stone him on the spot or throw him off of a cliff. But obviously his time had not come at that time. And then we see the story of Stephen after preaching to his fellow Jews and preaching Jesus to them. He, they, they stopped their ears, they gnashed at him with their teeth and they went and, and stoned him there on the spot because he was preaching the truth. So we have to remember that even though uh, we hate the truth naturally as natural man, uh, the reality is that we have the truth and we instinctively know the truth because God has implanted that within us. So verse 19, it says, because, so why is the wrath of God shown and, and being revealed from heaven right now, presently, each and every day, each and every day? It's because that which may be known of God is manifest in them and manifest in us as men and women. For God hath showed it unto them, clear as day, God has shown us the truth. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And remember, whenever you die and I die and go to, and go to stand before uh, God in judgment, we will have zero excuse, none whatsoever to, to excuse our sin. Be and why is that? Verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And we'll stop right there, because that really sums up this abortion issue. They People have become vain in their imaginations, vain in their thoughts. They can't, they can't think straight. They really can't even think at all. They're just reacting out of the jealous, uh, 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 the jealous possession of of abortion they want to guard it with a jealous jealous rage they don't care about reasoned arguments or about the truth at all they just want to hold on to their sin and they don't want anybody to attack them or or to even question their belief and it says their foolish heart was darkened because and this is all because they refused to acknowledge god for who he is and, and to be thankful to him so god gave him over to a foolish heart a darkened heart, a vain mind, and we'll see the fruit of that. And then over in John 8, when, jo when Jesus was dis uh, discussing with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the disciples around him, he said a very stark thing. He says in John eight forty four, he says, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So Jesus is saying, you, your father is a devil, and because your father is a devil, you're going to do what your father does, which means murder and lie. And that's exactly the two pillars on which abortion stands. It's murder and lies. The murder is just the killing of the babies in the womb, and the lies are just, oh, there's nothing wrong with this. This is just... This is actually a good thing for me to have this right of abortion, to be able to kill this baby in the womb. And they, they, they hide behind the lies of what about the rapists and the, 
incest incestual situations when 99% of the situations according to their own statistics like I mentioned before the Gutmacher Institute which is a pro-abortion institute their own statistics show that 99% of abortions are just out of convenience and the number one reason why women have an abortion is because it just having a child would would dramatically change their life and again if if you talk to any mother in the world, in the history of the world, they're going to say, yeah, having a child dramatically changed their life. So that's not a reason to get an abortion. That's just a lie and a deception and, an ex- and a false excuse that women and men hold on to, to, to justify their sin. So Jesus is saying, the reason why you love abortion and the reason why you lie about it is because your father is the devil, because you are of the devil. You're, you're going to do what your father does. You're, the genes of your father are in you, and you're going to be a murderer, and you're going to be a liar. That's, and that's what it is. Anybody who supports abortion is showing themselves, in, in the starkest of terms, who their father is. And it's, it's not God. It's the devil. And there's another lie out there where people talk about how we're all God's children, which is demonstrably not true. You're either the child of God or the child of the devil. We're not all God's children. Now, in a creation sense, you could say we are the uh, the offspring of God, as the scriptures say. We're all his offspring, his offspring in a sense that he created all of us, which is true. But as far as having that familial, intimate, uh, loving, peaceful relationship, it's only those who have come through the door of Jesus Christ through, uh, through repentance, repentance and faith in him. But if you haven't, then you are... Your father, your spiritual father, really is the devil himself. So um, based on that backdrop, let's jump into the articles and, and listen to what the world has to say regarding this issue. Um, so the Daily Wire talked about it in their article, and they say a Texas law, which could effectively ban most abortions after six weeks when a fetal heartbeat can be detected, went into effect on Wednesday morning after both the Supreme Court and a lower federal court of appeals refused to rule on a, on a demand from Texas abortion providers to stay the pen, to, to stay the law pending further litigation. So the law is banning abortions after six weeks. So it's not even banning banning the the total of abortion. So it's not banning it from conception on, but it's banning it at after six weeks when the fetal heartbeat can be detected and again we can quibble about how that a heartbeat is not what it's not what makes a human um but you know this is there's an argument out there about incrementalism versus just strict abolition and i think i mean i would agree that you should we we should want you know the abolition of all abortion at all you know uh instantaneous instantaneously Living in the world that we live in, I can see why others are saying, let's just do whatever we can to at least limit the abortions within the, within, you know, using the tools that we have at our, at our disposal. But that's another conversation for a different, different day. So the article continues, it says, and now they're here in their article, they're quoting CNN, a controversial Texas law that bars abortions at six weeks went into effect early Wednesday morning after the Supreme Court and a federal appeals court failed to rule on pending emergency requests brought by abortion providers. The lack of judicial intervention means that the law, which is one of the strictest in the nation and bans abortion before many people know they are pregnant, goes into force absent further court intervention. So it's amazing when you read the language of, you can see the people uh, at CNN obviously support, uh, support abortion 
and you can see the you can see it in their language. Uh, the lack of judicial intervention means that the law, which is one of the strictest in the nation, this law is so strict. We can't kill our babies. It's so strict. It's so, and that's what we do as fallen men. We act like the laws of God are grievous and overbearing and just totally uh, uh, eliminating our freedom. And really, it, you're just you're you're a slave to sin, as the Bible says. If you, if you truly want freedom, you'll come to Christ and and you'll have true freedom. But we treat God's laws as if they're grievous, and His commandments as if as if they are just burdensome and and so full of. Uh, uh, full, so full of restriction that we can't live a life that is meaningful that is pleasing uh, to us but the truth of the matter is the Bible even says that the, his commandments are not grievous we should um, long to obey his commands and do what he wants us to do because he knows best not us so uh, the article goes on it says CNN also pointed out that other heartbeat bills have been stayed before they were allowed to go into effect making the Texas law an, inter an interesting exception so see they go they go on to quote CNN again in the novel legal strategy the state legislator designed the law to prevent government officials from directly enforcing it the move was meant to make it much more difficult to bring a pre-enforcement challenge because they are not the usual government officials to hold accountable in court. Instead, the law allows private citizens anywhere in the country to bring civil lawsuits against anyone who assists a pregnant person seeking an abortion in violation of the ban. So this is not even a criminal issue, like I said before. And like I read uh, in, the, in the initial law that was coming down the pike in Texas, this is not a, even a criminal deal. So even if you do go ahead and abort your baby in Texas after six weeks, you're not going to be held criminally liable you'll potentially you'll be held civilly liable like the doctors the staff the nurses who partake in this issue they'll be held held civilly liable but not criminally so they're not going to go to jail they're definitely not going to suffer any kind of death penalty as i think they should including the mother and the father and anybody else who goes along with this abortion issue and this is one of those things that kind of irks me is that when you hear women or you hear even conservatives talk about how we shouldn't punish women who get abortions because they're just victims of the the system of abortion and, and the lies of abortion. Okay, so uh, just, the, the, the position of the pro-life movement has been for decades that mothers should not be punished for abortion, that women are at least in part as much a victim of the abortion as the child. And that springs largely from ignorance about what exactly is being killed. Very few women are actively saying, sure, it's a baby in my womb, take it out. Most of them are saying it's a ball of tissue, it's nothing, it doesn't mean anything, I've been told by Planned Parenthood that it means nothing, uh, so go ahead and perform this polyp surgery. Uh, and so that's acting out of ignorance. It lacks the mens rea right, and sort of legal terminology that would be necessary in order to establish something like a first-degree murder charge. I'm saying, like, we shouldn't pretend that women are stupid people. They know what they're doing. Women know how they get pregnant. They, there's no woman out there who gets pregnant and, and wakes up and is like, you know, oh wow! You know, how did this? Where did this baby come from? I, I didn't. I didn't know you could get pregnant from having sex. There's no woman out there that thinks that. There's no woman that's that naive, especially if they are going to go then get a, get an abortion. They know what they're doing when they're getting an abortion. They know that they're killing a living, breathing, uh, a growing uh, child within them. So to pretend that they don't know what they're doing and treat them as if they're victims of the system, of the system, I think that's just giving an excuse that they don't have. So it says the patient may not be sued, but doctors, staff members at clinics, counselors, people who help pay for the procedure, and even an Uber driver taking a patient to an abortion clinic are all potential defendants. Plaintiffs, 
Plaintiffs who do not who need not have any connection to the matter or show any injury from it are entitled to $10,000 and their legal fees recovered if they win. Prevailing defendants are not entitled to legal fees. Which, again, this is really nothing compared to what should be happening is that the doctors, the staff members, the counselors, the people who will pay, and even the Uber driver who is involved in this should all be held accountable for the death of a child uh, uh, and an and, and abortion. So to pretend that $10,000 is such a, a hard penalty for murder, it's, it's really a lack of uh, justice being done. It's really abortion. The fact that abortion has gone on for this long in this country is probably the worst injustice that has ever taken place uh, in, in, in a civilized nation. It, it's just... Uh, it's just evil that it's taking place where you have, I think it's 61, 62 million babies have been aborted since Roe v. Wade in 1973. And we're pretending like $10,000 is going to cover it when God himself said, if you shed man's blood by man, shall your blood be shed. How many murderers are walking around today, living every day, having killed multiple babies, and there's no punishment for them under the law. They're legally, I mean, it's legal killing that they are engaged in. So, obviously after this law went out, you can imagine the ire that you would hear from people who support abortion. And obviously in Hollywood, we have a completely thorough, um, ungodly establishment in Hollywood, you knew for sure they were going to come out and attack this law. And I just want you to let's hear some of the responses that you that you get from these people who whose minds are darkened. Remember, they have been given over to vain vanity in their imaginations. They have no idea what they're talking about. And, and that's by design because they refuse to acknowledge God for who he is. They refuse to be thankful to him and praise him and honor him for who, for who he is and obey him as he ought to be. Uh, and this is how they are. But even even uh, in this, as Christians, we have to remember, this would be us too. Apart from the grace of God, we would be the same ones supporting abortion. We would be the same ones supporting LGBTQ issues. We would be the same ones fornicating and, and lying and thieving and engaging in all manner of sin were it not for the grace of God who brought us to Christ to cause us to repent and to trust in him solely by his grace, which why which is why we can't take any credit. But in that state, this is the kind of mindset that we would have. So the Daily Wire, the Daily Wire writes, the news cued Hollywood to react on social media, which included cries about a supposed lack of women's rights and shows of support for taxpayer-funded Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion mill. Feminist actress Patricia Arquette warned of a Hollywood boycott. We will not stop until women have full equal rights in every state in America. We will boycott you. We will out-organize you. We will strike you, she wrote via Twitter. Again, this whole thing about women having full equal rights is, is really trying to make women equal with men. And well, we all know that male and female, there's two genders that God created. We, he, he created the male and female, Genesis 1, both made of the image of God, to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. So the very reason why God created us is the very thing that these women 
uh, namely here Patricia Arquette are wanting wanting to go against they want they're wanting to go against the very nature uh, uh, and the very reason why they were created to glorify God by uh, repopulating the earth uh, with other image bearers of God to glorify and honor Him. But they are saying that they want full equal rights in every state in America, as if they don't have the equal rights to just just as men have the choice. Uh, whether or not to sleep with a woman, so do uh, women have the choice whether or not to sleep with a man. There's no, I mean, obviously there's um, sex, slavery, and, and those kinds of issues and rape that goes on, but we're not talking, like, again, we're not talking about those issues. 99% of abortions are just out of convenience, out of desire, because you don't want to raise a child. So you, this, these are the rights that she's talking about. She, she didn't mention anything about sex, slavery, anything about rape. This is all about having the freedom to uh, to have sex with whoever you with with whoever you want to and not have to bear the consequences which really are good consequences of bringing a child into the world and rearing them and growing them and, and teaching them the law of God so uh, the singer pink you know some of these people I've never really even heard of but the singer pink they said or she said I don't know if it's male or female I stand in solidarity, in solidarity with people in Texas who, as of today, face an extreme six-week abortion ban. See, in, the, in her mind, or his mind, I don't know uh, the gender of this person, but this, this is an extreme law that you can't kill a baby six weeks uh, or older. And this is extreme in her mind. This is, this is just the, the definition of outrageous... Uh, and this again, this is not a, a criminal offense. This is civil. Nobody's going to jail. Nobody's going to suffer the death penalty for a, an abortion. It's just a civil issue, which really it shouldn't be. Again, it should be a if you kill a child, you are worthy of death. You should get the death penalty. That's not even that's that's probably that's probably going to be controversial in the world, but that's really not controversial for the Christian. Another. Hollywood actress and comedian Amy Schumer, she said on Twitter, the newest Texan abortion, Texas abortion ban, hashtag SB8, which I think means Senate Bill 8, gives politicians, neighbors, and even strangers the right to sue those who provide or just help patients get abortion after six weeks. You realize how they never say kill a baby? They just say abortion. Abortion is, again, I think the devil is really clever in using language to kind of uh, uh, malleate or make malleable uh, sin, or, or more palatable, I should say, sin. You know, we call, instead of calling, um, it, calling it fornication, we call it immorality, or just call it uh, an affair. You know, an affair even sounds elegant, like it's an elegant thing to take part in. Um, it's all part of trying to numb the sinfulness of sin, the exceeding sinfulness of sin. So you see Amy Schumer here saying that this, uh, you know, just to, it, this law is just so, uh, sure, she says that the time to fight for our reproductive health and rights is now. And she linked to Planned Parenthood. It's just, again, this is a woman who's living in the freest country in the world. She's not being obligated to engage in fornication with anybody that she doesn't want that she with with whom that she with whom she doesn't want 
but she's pretending as if her rights are being limited because if she does engage in willful uh, fornication uh, or even intimacy with her husband if she's married, um, that she's uh, she should be held responsible to keep the child. But she's acting as if this is an attack on her rights when she has the right, she, she has the freedom to not sleep with the person or even novel idea to use birth control. <laughs> um, I would say not not the abortifacient uh, uh, birth control. Um, again, another left wing activist and frequent abortion pr- abortion promoter, Alyssa Milano, tweeted, "Let's stop calling it let's stop calling it an anti-abortion law and call it what it really is." And, and again, this is the product and the fruit of a dark darkened mind and and this is the result of it so this is this is her argument this is supposed to be a difficult to to um to uh, rebut she says let's stop calling it an anti-abortion law and call it what it really is forced pregnancy and you just i mean you almost shake your head and want to bang your head against the wall but again these are people whose minds are darkened they don't have the light of the glorious gospel revealed to them so they're going to act and react in ways that are just illogical and and just irrational because they don't have the truth of god within them so she calls this forced pregnancy again it's not forced pregnancy if you are willfully sleeping with people without using any kind of uh, protection from being impregnated. To pretend that this is forced pregnancy is just a lie. Again, like I said, abortion is is uh, is erected on the uh, two pillars of mur- murder and lies, and that's what the father. That's what her father, the devil, does. He he likes to kill and he lies. And this is exactly what she's engaging in. She's supporting murder and she's engaging in lies. Another actress, Reese Witherspoon, she says on Twitter, this ban is ridiculous. And it's part of a record number of abortion restrictions this past this year. She put record, record, she put record in all caps as if it's so terrible that there's so many laws out there being passed to try to restrict the murder of children in the womb. We've declared today a day of action because it's all on it's on all of us to step up and fight for reproductive freedom. Again, there you go with the semantic games that the world plays. They try to make sin sound so palatable. This is all about reproductive freedom. It's all about women's health or women's rights, equal rights. You know, these all these things always sound so good and and pleasant but when you actually dig down to find out what they're talking about they're talking about having the right and the freedom to kill babies in the womb to literally mutilate babies and suck their skulls out and 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 just completely mutilate them and chop them up in the womb if this were some if you were to see somebody going uh if you were to see a woman take her one-year-old or two-year-old son into uh, a facility where she paid the doctor to cut up her baby you would reasonably and ought to be enraged and want that doctor put to death. That's essentially what's happening in every abortion clinic in the country and across the world, except for the fact that it just happens inside the woman's stomach, where you know it's not really out in the forefront of our of our minds and, and eyes. 
And she says, she continues, Reese Witherspoon, she says, I stand with the women of Texas who have the constitutional right to make decisions about their health and their own bodies. Again, I think women should have the right to make decisions about their health and their own bodies, which they do. They already have that right, which is sleeping with whoever you want to sleep with. And again, that's a, that's a sin in and of itself. You have to stand judgment before God for that fornication that you're engaging in. However, you also stand, you also will stand before God for the engagement for the engaging in a murder of, especially of the innocent, which is one of the categories of people in the Bible that God hates. Uh, when they are suffering injustice as people who are innocent. And this is going to, uh, especially children, this is going to be, the day of judgment is just going to be, it's almost hard to imagine the fury that these people will be experiencing once they stand before God. Another actress and activist, Eva Longoria Baston, Claim the legislation is a blatant violation to all women, especially women of color. She says, it's crazy to witness my home state of Texas pass our nation's most restrictive abortion laws and in doing so take many strides in the wrong direction. Again, again, remember, woe to those who call good evil and evil good. She's saying this is taking the state in the wrong direction. This is the right direction. I mean, she'd go even further by banning all abortion and putting the doctors, the women, the nurses, everybody involved in an abortion on trial for, um, for murder in the first degree. She says this is, blatant, this is a blatant violation to all women, especially women of color. And it's just, again, this is just nonsense. As, I mean, and, and now if we're going to play the color game, obviously, uh, at least in New York nowadays, I think there's a stat that came out that there's more babies killed via abortion in New York City than are born. So, I mean, the, the quote-unquote black population is effectively eliminating itself in New York via abortion. And this is supposed to be a good thing for women of color, as Eva Longoria calls them. It's, it's, it's really sad. Uh, it's really... Um, but it's indicative of where the mind of the unregenerate believer ends up if not regenerated by the power of the holy spirit this is what the father of lies and the father of murder uh borns he he uh, begets i should say he begets men and women who engage in murder who engage in lies who engage in deceit to cover up the murder or not even to cover it up but to justify it and act as if it's as if it's a good for society as if it's a good for the women and the men who are involved. You, you notice that they never talk about the brutality, the uh, innocence, the um, the suffering of the women, uh, of the, or, yeah, of the women in the womb <laughs> and the men. I mean, a lot of the girl, a, a lot of these women who are saying we want equal rights for women, they're also killing potential women in their, in their bodies. They're killing women who they claim they want equal rights for in their bodies. So essentially, I mean, they don't care about saving the lives of these children. And this is not, this is not about freedom. This is not about health. This is all about wanting to live life in a way that is free from any consequence. And if the consequence comes, it's just a way to either 
get rid of the consequence, in this case, a human being or justify. And while getting rid of it, you still have to kind of satisfy your conscience. So you have to justify it with lies by saying that this is just clump of cells or uh, I don't really have the means or this baby's just going to change my life as if that's some kind of excuse. Um, but you have to remember that these people need to hear the truth. They need to hear the gospel and they need to believe the gospel. We can't reason them out of abortion. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll take that back. I think there are some people who get reasoned out of it. But again, I think Todd Friel makes the point that what's the point of making people uh, pro-life if they die and go to hell? What's the point? What's the point of making somebody um, not support LGBTQ issues or, or not support transgender issues or not support all these things that we that we know are really tearing the culture down and, and, and degradating it. But what's the point of changing their minds on the issue if they die and go to hell? What they need is a re is regeneration. What they need is a is a mind that has been renewed by the Spirit of God working through the Word of God, that they will then think clearly about these issues and know the truth on these issues because as the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. If you read the Word of God, you have the mind of God. If you want to know how what God thinks about an issue, read the Bible. It's that simple. So these people just need salvation. And the salvation that we have was given to us. As Paul says, what do we have that we haven't received? And obviously the, the, uh, the answer to the rhetoric question is, is nothing. We don't have anything that we've earned on our own. All the good that we have in our life, in our lives, we've received from God and uh, this is what Eva Longoria, Reese Witherspoon, Amy Schumer, and all the rest of these Hollywood leftists and and uh, unsafe people in the rest of the world need. They need a regenerated heart and mind uh, through repentance and faith in Christ to escape the wrath of God that clearly is abiding on them. So we'll end it today, and we will see you on the next Do Lost Deliberation. Thank you.